Welcome back to the world-famous GDP Go Deep the Podcast, where we share our opinions like we have a clue. You can find us on most forms of social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Thank you again for your support, and remember, always go deep. All right, folks, welcome back to the world-famous GDP Go Deep the Podcast. Before I introduce today's guest, I just want to remind you, you can like, share all our podcasts. You can find us on Podbean dot com or you can search us on google hashtag go deep the podcast one word send it to your friends just let us know what you think we'll have some polls and interesting stuff up in the near future and to move on to what today's topic of the day is it is hockey and with that being said that means big mikey's on the show how are you pal i'm great thanks you for having me on your show so welcome back. A lot has happened since the last time we spoke, and I believe if, if, if I'm actually correct, we spoke about two weeks ago. And in that two weeks, the Leafs were number one, life was beautiful, champagne was falling from the skies, it was all the way it's supposed to be. However, we are now in the end of March, and that is not the case. The Leafs have now slid in the league to eighth. We're still number one in our division. But we're eighth in the league, and that hurts my damn feelings. So let's talk about what the hell's going on. We had like a six-game losing streak and only one one game outside of Saturday's game against uh, the Calgary Fl- uh, Flames in overtime. We hadn't won any games in regulation. So what's going on? Is it Anderson? Is Anderson the problem? Or is it just the whole team is kind of collapsing and having like a uh, mental breakdown? Well, well, Frederick Anderson just came out and said that he was playing injured. So, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's playing for a contract this year, so you probably figure, you know, let me play injured. Uh, I want to get the wins. And, you know, uh, Jack Campbell's a very good backup goalie. But this also opens up an opportunity for the Toronto Maple Leafs to look at Jack Campbell and say uh, they don't re-sign Frederick Anderson next year, depending what the contract and the term he wants. Yeah. They could probably go with two 1B goalies. So you would start with, like, a Jack Campbell maybe next year, and then you can bring in, like, a veteran goalie, like a, like a Cam Talbot or a Ryan Miller. You know, you would have options there where uh, Talbot was nominated for the Vesna like, a few years back. You know, he's not the same goalie he was, or Ryan Miller was not definitely not the same goalie he was in Buffalo. But, yeah, uh, he's a great tandem there in Anaheim with Gibson's, you know, veteran presence. So, um, yeah, this is going to open some doors for the Leafs to see if uh, Campbell can be, like, a... Uh, a tandem starter goalie next year, I would say. And then, you know, you can probably re-sign him on a longer-term contract, say, like, under $3 million. Because with the cap staying flat, you know, you got to find ways to, like, you know, try and fit everyone in. So, Big Mikey, uh, uh, let me ask you something. With knowing the fact that even being injured, Anderson is still the, the fifth most winning goalie right now in the NHL stats, do you think we should really be considering these options of uh, shipping him off? For money? Uh, well, it's a color cap issue, right? It's all about the dollars and cents, right? Because uh, every dollar counts because you got to sign other guys, right? Like, he's a UFA this year. Morgan Riley's a UFA next year. Jordan Bennington, that won a Stanley Cup with uh, the St. Louis Blues, just signed recently six years, $36 million. So he's averaging $6 million a season. Jesus. Do I get Frederick Anderson more than Jordan Bennington right now? Probably not. Okay. The way you're thinking about it is you're putting your money on shipping Anderson out the door, bringing Jack Campbell in and keeping him as your tangent starting goalie. Is this correct? Yeah, well, it's been working. 
working. Half the league is doing that right now, right? So well, yeah, they're Vegas. working with other teams. Yeah, but yeah, well, Vegas has two 1A goalies, right? They have uh, Robin Leonard and Flurry, and it's a nice luxury because uh, Robin Leonard was inj- injured now for you know the the past month, and uh, yeah, Flurry's been been uh, a top five goalie in the NHL. He's been lights out, and uh, yeah, Robin Leonard just came back. They beat the LA Kings and they just beat the St. Louis Blues, and uh, yeah, Robin Leonard looks like he hasn't missed a beat. So even with Vegas right now, like for them to be contending, do you stay with two 1A goalies and have two 1A def- defenseman with uh, Shea Theodore and Alex Petrangelo. But Petrangelo is injured now. Again, Vegas, every team runs into injuries. But when you have the luxury of having depth, you know, your team just carries on. This is true. So while we're, while we're on the topic of the Maple Leafs still, Hyman, he was on fire on Saturday night, and he's on the fourth line. I think that fourth line kept those Leafs going. What do you think? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, loved, uh, I, I, love, I love what their coach is doing, you know. Uh, he's spreading the talent uh, across from the first line to the fourth line. Yeah, he's just trying to get, you know, get something going. That's all they're trying to do right now. And, uh, yeah, John Tavares has been a little bit quiet this year, not as productive as other seasons. I'm sure, I'm sure he's going to pick it up and have a... a a better second half. You know, it's funny. There was, I can't remember what news agency, but they were talking shit about John Tavares not being worth the amount of money he's being paid. What's your perspective on that? Can't put a price on uh, what he brings to the dressing room in terms of leadership. Yeah, I love this guy. He was the first overall pick. If anyone's going to bring the Stanley Cup to Toronto, it's this guy, him and Matthews. Okay, okay. We kind of touched on it lightly. Morgan Riley, his contract's up on June 20 or June 30th, 2022. So he's next year. Of next year, yeah, yeah, 2022, the UFA. So what do you think is going on? So your idea, going back to Anderson, is you ship Anderson out, you get Jack Campbell for a cheaper price, and then you keep Morgan Riley. Is this your thinking? Yeah, absolutely, because you need Morgan Riley there. He was uh, he was in the Leaf system. He was the fifth overall pick for the Toronto Maple Leafs. You know, I think uh, it's all about dollars and cents, because if, if you re-sign Frederick Anderson and re-sign Morgan Riley, then one of the big four up front has to go, which will probably be Nylander. So it, it's all it's all like addition and subtraction, right? To make the money work. No, I understand that. All right, we're going to move on. I love the Maple Leafs. Uh, stop being in eighth place in the league, please. Move your asses up. With that being said, let's talk about Buffalo. So Buffalo fired their head coach. Wow. Yep. Yeah, they've just been awful. Like, uh, I don't understand. Uh, Jake Eichel demands for them to bring players in. They bring in Eric Stahl, solid second-line center. Why not Stanley Cup? Yep. Jack Eichel demands to bring someone in to play with. Who's better than uh, a former NHL MVP, Hart Trophy, and uh, Taylor Hall? They absolutely awful, just awful. Like 12 in a row. Uh, they lost again last night to the Rangers. Uh, they're last in their division. Probably projected to finish bottom five in the NHL this year. Do I see Taylor Hall resigning in Buffalo? Probably not. Do they need stability in net? Yeah, you got to build from the net out. So, uh, what would you do with a uh, with like Jack Eichel and Taylor Hall, you try and convince Jack Eichel to stay because he's probably going to demand the trade in the off season. I think Taylor Hall is on his way out, on his way out. My thinking is, as a UFA, he's going to try to go back to Alberta because uh, he's from uh, the Alberta area. So my top two picks would be either Edmonton or Calgary. But what do you do with Taylor Hall right now? Well, that was gonna, I was going to say team. Taylor Hall. Like, he, does this guy have like a hex or like some bad juju? Because like every team he seems to go on just kind of like shits the bed, you know. I would love to see Taylor Hall in Vegas if they can bring a guy like this type of caliber to to the Vegas Golden Knights. I, you know, as a rental player, it would cost them. What would it cost? I would say a Mark Andre uh, Fleury and a Cody Gloss. So what you get with Mark Andre Fleury, you get him at one more year. 
at $7 million. And you get uh, Cody Glass, a former first-round pick, has potential. So you bring in stability next year for the Buffalo Sabres in net, and then you can see what you have there. But, yeah, they definitely need stability in net. So we're going to move on a little bit there, Big Mikey. And my next question for you is, Who's the next coach that's going to get fired? Oh, right now, it's the Philadelphia Flyers. Their goaltending has just been awful. Ryan Elliott and Carter Hart, just awful. Like, I couldn't believe everyone's talking about Carter Hart, you know, being, uh, you know, the next big uh, goalie in Philly after uh, Ron Hextall. I, I think it's just a down year. I think he'll have a bounce back year next year. But a goals against average of, of almost four and a save percentage well below over 900, like, those numbers are just awful. Those are like third, fourth string uh, goaltending numbers. They just lost 9 nothing to the New York Rangers, and then a couple days later, they lose to the New York Islanders 5-1. I don't know. I never expected them to be this bad, but yeah, if uh, they fire the coach, because uh, I think they lost confidence in their coach, lost confidence in their goaltending. Are they going to trade a Carter Hart right now? Probably not. He's their goaltender of the future. He's the best goaltender they had since Ron Hextall. So who's got to go? The goalie coach and the head coach. So I would expect the Philadelphia Flyer, Flyers to uh, fire their head coach very soon. All right. And you kind of already talked about it, but I'm going to bring it up anyways. In the East Division, the New York Islanders have climbed. And in the league, they've also climbed. The New York Islanders, they went from not even looking at the playoff picture to being the playoff picture. Can you elaborate and, on that? And, and that's with injuries, too, because they just lost Andreas Lee, one of their uh, top six forwards, uh, you know. But the thing with the New York Islanders is they have one of the best GMs in the NHL, Lou Lamorello, who's won uh, three championships with the New Jersey Devils. They have uh, a proven winner in Barry Trotz in their coach. Barry Trotz won the Stanley Cup with the Washington Capitals. So their management there, it's all winners. And Barry Trotz plays very system hockey. That's what he did with the Washington Capitals. And with these guys, they love to build from the net out. Yeah, right now they have a great uh, rookie goalie in Sorokin, who's won uh, six, seven, or six or seven games in a row. They have a stud goalie in uh, Varlamov, you know. At $5 million a season, he looks out like uh, one of the best bargains in, uh, in hockey right now. He had a great year last year, great year this year. He's got two more years left on his contract. They know how to spend their money. That's Better than I, I do, that's for sure. <laughs> so let's get into the Central League for a second. So a team that you've been talking about since last year, if anybody's been following the podcast since last year, you'll know that Big Mikey here has had a, a passion or a love for the Carolina Hurricanes. And in their division, they're number two, and they've climbed the league stands as well. So what's your feeling on that? Well, their third-string goalie has been uh, lights out for them. Unfortunate, uh, Masrick got injured at the start of the year, and then uh, you have Ryan Reiser number two. And uh, yeah, so yeah, their uh, their second, third string goalies have been playing there. So, uh, the rookie kid looks pretty good there. Um, and again, they got depth up the middle. Like when you start the year with Sebastian Ajo as your number one, then Vincent Trocheck, who's been unbelievable this year, and Jordan Stahl, all three centers have been unbelievable. They have depth up the uh, up the middle. They have great defense, and yeah, if I'm the Tampa Bay Lightning, I'd be worried about the about playing the Carolina Hur uh, Hurricanes in the second round because they look dynamite right now. I wanted to bring this up quickly, and I know we kind of talk, talked about the Maple Leafs, but let's talk about the North Division for a second, and let's talk about the Winnipeg Jets. Their goalie, that guy, can do cartwheels like he's amazing. Oh yeah, well, Halabak's uh, one of Vesna, and uh, yeah, he's no pushover. He's probably he's probably the best goalie in that division right now. Obviously, uh, yeah. No and, uh, yeah, I love that the Bois trade for the Winnipeg Jacks. Uh, they solidified their uh, their top six uh, with the Bois. You know, he can play center. You can put him on the wing. I think he fits in better than Patrick Liney. I think Patrick Liney's more talented, but uh, I don't think he fit in there with the guys that they had. 
So, um, yeah, I, I just love, how, like, again, like, uh, having Shifley, Dubois, Stastny, Lowry, that all can play center, and then having Dubois and Stastny or Lowry, you know, you can move them to these guys to the wing, and, like, um, a captain and Blake Wheeler, like, you know, uh, they, they look good. They really look good this year. Maybe if they can add a defenseman at the trade deadline to solidify their defense a little bit more. But yeah, if I'm one, if I'm one team scared to play in the playoffs in the second round for the Toronto Maple Leafs, it would be the Winnipeg Jets. I think they're going to give them problems. Yeah, I could, I could see that the last time they played, or the last two times they played, it looked disgusting for us as Leaf fans. Good on those uh, those Jets, though. You know, I, I like to see teams do well, you know? So let's talk about the West League. So number one in the West League is Vegas. And despite their number one goalie being sick, and I know he's back now, but despite the fact that he's been not sick, rather, but injured, they are friggin' awesome. Yeah, and don't forget their number one uh, defenseman, though, too, Alex Petrangelo. Yep. But yeah, that's the luxury of having two one eight defensemen in uh, Petrangelo and Theodore, where I said earlier, and having two one eight goalies in uh, Fleury and Leonard. Like, because injuries do happen, and uh, when you have injuries, you know, you ha- you have to have the other guys to carry the load, and uh, Vegas has been doing that. No kidding. All right, so just to do a quick recap before we cap this bad boy off. In the North Division, we have the beloved Maple Leaf, still number one, but just holding on by a thread. Right behind them is the Edmonton Oilers, followed by uh, the Winnipeg Jets. And then in the East, we got the New York Islanders in number one, the Washington Capitals in number two, the Pittsburgh Penguins in number three. And in the Central, it's no surprise, as Big Mikey said before, the Tampa Bay Lightning are number one, Carolina Hurricanes are number two, followed by the Florida Panthers. In the West, we have the Vegas Golden Knights, number one, Colorado is number two, Minnesota is number three. And then when we break it down a little bit higher and we go into the league, which I was bitching about when we first started the podcast, Tampa Bay is number one. New York Islanders, number two. Vegas, number three. Carolina is number four. Washington Capitals, number five. Florida Panthers, number six. Colorado, number seven. And then the Canadian League, or rather the North League, starts showing up in the eighth spot with the Maple Leafs, followed by the Edmonton Oilers and the Winnipeg Jets. Folks, thank you for listening once again. Big Mikey, thank you for your time. I know that you're a busy, busy guy doing all the fun stuff you do regarding sports. Well, thank you for having me on your show. Thank you. And folks, remember, always go deep. Welcome back to the world-famous GDP Go Deep, the podcast, where we share our opinions like we have a clue. You can find us on most forms of social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Thank you again for your support. And remember, always go deep.